This anointed teaching by Apostle David Muluzi is brought to you by God's Tabernacle Christian Family Church. We hope you have an encounter with God as you listen to this message. The title of our message this evening, I'm used to have an interpreter. So I was holding breath for my interpreter to interpret. You are here with me. Our title tonight says the art of not giving up. The art of not giving up. Refusing to accept defeat. Holding fast to what you have. Refusing to accept defeat. Now family, the reason why you are still alive today is because there are things that God has put in your hands. There are places he wants you to go. There are heights that God still wants you to climb or reach to. There are dreams that he still wants you to fulfill. There are destinies that he still wants you to reach. There are nations that he wants you to impact. People he wants you to meet and to reach. There are relationships he wants you to pursue. Change that he wants you to bring. And all of this, he has put them in your hands. Look at your hands. Those things that are mentioned are in your hands. Each one of you have something great. Something bigger than you think. Something so powerful in your hand. Look again in your hand. Something great. Great destinies. Places to go. Look at the person seated next to you and say to him or her, there are places you still have to go. If you, think, if you thought you have traveled enough, you have not yet started. There are people that you still have to meet. If you thought you have met enough people, you have not started. There are resources that God want you to reach, want you to attain. If you thought you have them, you have no idea. But now the challenge is one. Your adversary, your enemy, is not happy about what you have. He is working tirelessly to see that what you have is lost. 
And he knows what you have. Sometimes he knows more than you know. That is why he is pursuing you. That is why he's after you. Because there's something valuable in your hand. He's working tirelessly to make sure that whatever you have is destroyed. Now when we read in John 10 verse 10, let us go there. What a quiet church. It says the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Now, in the King James, it says, He cometh not, but to steal. What is, is he trying to say? If it was not stealing, killing, and destroying, the devil would not come to you. He cometh not, but to steal. Now, when the enemy approaches you, he's not visiting you, he's not your friend. When he comes, he has a mandate to kill, steal, and to destroy. The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But we thank God Amen. that Jesus say, I have come that they may have life. And not only life, but abundant life. And let me refresh you to say abundant life is not life after death, if you are not aware. Abundant life is not life after death. It's the life that we have started attaining now. It starts from after you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior until eternity. That is abundant life. Now let us hear in Revelation what the Bible says. In Revelation 3, verse 11 and 12. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have, that no one may take your crown. Hold Fast. Hold fast. Hold tightly what you have. In Revelation 2, verse 25 and 26, it says, But hold fast what you have till I come. And he who overcomes and keep my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nation. Notice what by the Bible says, hold fast what you have till I come. Not temporarily, 
not when you are happy, not only on your birthday, not only when things are well with you, but he say, keep tied, hold fast to what you have. And one other thing, one other element that we see here is that it says what you have. Meaning that you already have it. What you have. Now there is a tendency of us not appreciating what we already have. It is a good thing to have new things. But sometimes we want new things at the expense of what we have. It is a good thing to have new things. You have friends, but you want new friends. The Bible says, hold fast what you have. If you leave what you have and want to tie, what happened to what you had before? New things, new anointing, new friends, new children, new spouse, new church, new power, new connection. Hey! What happened to what you have? What you have? Hold fast. Hold firm. What you have? Beautiful things that you're having. Beautiful relationships that you are having. What a beautiful church we are having. Hold fast to it. Why is it that you always when Hold fast what you have. You are laughing when I say new husband, new children. A person would believe God for something. Now before it even arrives, he is already believing God for another thing. We must learn to appreciate what we have. Have you been in a funeral service where people appreciate people that have passed away? That they did not appreciate them when they were still there. Let us learn to appreciate what we have. What happened to what you had? Even I, I can ask you, what happened to your friends? Why do you, it look like you have new ones? What happened to your past relationships? Did you fight for them or did you just let them go? Somebody is reporting at a new job today, but already he's want another new job. Before your first paycheck, you already want something. Now the Bible says, hold fast to what you have. Why is it that when things come into your hands, they die? If they don't die, they lose shape. 
something that came to you beautiful when it came to you, it lose shape? Is that holding fast? Why is it someone gave you a business and it was well? Just after it came into your hands, it started to go down. Is that holding fast to what you have? Why did someone leave a cell group with you after she left and is dying? Are you holding fast to what you have? Can you be entrusted with new things or things in life? Because some of us give up easily. We are so quick to accept defeat. Without trying to fight. Yes, we may fail on the way. But remember that failure is temporal. Failure just means just mean not meeting a desirable objection. It is just saying to you something did not go as you wish. As a matter of fact, there are things that may not go our way. But this is not a permission for you to give up. What does it mean by giving up? If you don't give up, you give in. Giving in is letting something happen without you fighting for it. You just allow something to happen. You just allow defeat. Without you fighting, you give in. When something is coming your way, wadaka, lagwishisha ger. Kurento ilivana luena utwazi lawena. Aunya kutaka na leona. That is giving in. Look here. Molefasigler pilangayo na ugas pilagaudak. No, 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 no ways. You must confront battles, confront issues. Why do you give way and not attempt to fight for things? Now giving up is just quitting or withdrawing. You enlisted in the battle, but you are you send a WhatsApp to say, I am withdrawing. Now, being defeated is when something beat you down and you are out of the game. That you will never come again to fight. Now, we children of God have valuables in our hands. Things that we need to fight for. You just can't give way and give in and give up. Not in this world. You can't give up. You can't give up on your children. No, 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 no. Giving up on your marriage. No ways. No ways. Not at all. Not at all. You must fight. Now let us hear what Hebrews says. Hebrews 10 verse 39. He says, we are not of those who draw back to perdition, 
But we are of those who believe to the saving of the soul. We are not of those who draw back. We are not of those who shrink back. We are not of those who give way to the enemy. We are not of those. We are not part of that team that give way. We are not of those who draw back. Let me tell you, if you draw back, you are destroyed. When you draw back in the battle, you are destroyed. And we are not of those who draw back. We are those who push. We push. We push. Even when we don't feel like doing it, but we push. Until we win. This is the attitude that we have. That we will win. There are things in your life that are very valuable. Your marriage. Your children. Your colleague. They are a treasure. The enemy might want to use whatever is available to destroy it. He might use people because he don't care. He used whoever is available. If you are not aware, you might be used by him if you are available for him. Because he used whatever is available. Anna the Kong Satan. Aswabi, Atan. He can use whatever. He used situations and he used opportunities. He might want to use. Anything against your calling. What is it that you value? That is in your hand. That is worth dying for. What is it that you have in your hand? Whatever you value in your life is worth fighting for. You can't just let it go. You can't just give in. And just allow time. No. We must fight. We must make efforts. Because of what we value. Let us read in Second Kings. We are going to read the story that we know of the four lepers. In 2 Kings chapter 7 from 3 to 10. It says, Now there were four leprous men at the entrance of the gate. And they said to one another, Why are we sitting here until we die? If we say we will enter the city, the famine is in the city. And we shall die there. If we sit here, we will die also. Now therefore, come, let us surrender to the army of the Syrians. If they keep us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall only die. And they rose at twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they had come to the outskirts of the Syrian camp, to their surprise, no one was there. 
For the Lord had caused the enemy, the army of the Syrians to hear the noise of the chariots and the noise of the horses, the noise of a great army, so that they said to one another, Look, the king of Israel has hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the king of the Egyptians to attack us. Now, these people were leprous. They were sick. They were weak. But they did not just accept defeat. They said, maybe there is something that we can do. Who knows? There is something that I can do. Now, in your life, who knows? There is something that you can do. Why are you giving in? Why are you waiting for your death? Folding hands. And waiting for a miracle. They would have said, you must learn to take chances. You must learn to take chances. Some doors look closed and locked. Take chances. Just go and try to hold the handles. Who knows they are not locked. You cannot just sit and complain. Try other avenues. Try other doors. And you see what God will do. Remember that they could not see this miracle if they were, they did not try. And the Bible tells us here that immediately when they took a step it was a risk. Life is about a risk. Do you know that waking up from a bed is also a risk? What if you fall on the bed from the bed? Life is just about a risk. So they took a risk. And I love it that they were one heart. You know there are people that every time you want to do something, what if Barablaya? What if Rahwa? So here they spoke together, they agreed and went. And the Bible tells us that immediately when they took a walk, a step of faith, God intervened. And weak as they thought they were, hear what the Bible says. It says their enemy, when they listened to their footsteps, Footsteps of leprous people. It says they heard a sound of chariots. When you are in your weakness and you take a step of faith, God will show up. You don't sit down and say, Karabashi, Karabanda, Kasha. At home, stand up and go. Go out and take chances. Because 
don't accept defeat so quick. A friend of mine was speaking to me one day about his children. So it was like he was complaining. And he was expressing his disappointment about his children. And how he paid for them school fees and they did not make it at school. And all of a sudden, as he was trying to narrate, he changed the tone. He said, but I won't give them to the devil. I won't give up my children to the enemy. Then he started being angry. I saw him like it was me with the devil now. And he started saying, I won't allow the devil to take. He will not win. And I said, that is the spirit. That is the spirit. Look here. If you keep on complaining and thinking somebody will give you a pity party, you are wasting time. You have resources in your hands. You need to fight for them. You can negotiate with the devil about your valuables. You can give up your marriage without fighting. Young ladies, when they got married, they love to say, Nagita puta garai. Wa puta wa Without giving a fight. Let me tell you, you are taking chances. Because it is, it is better to fight when you are in. You go, when we are put away, all right, Do you know that there are people, Baba, put away? When I when I get a puta guy, hey when I put away a guy, hey, and then I put him away the guy. Udlo thoma udi adi call. Limoni mamuta. Asa limoni mamuta wile toropo. Upale jogo moleta kamo guy. Do you know that there are people who lost relationships not only in marriage but those that wish we I should have fought for that relationship and not when, now that you are far how will you fight it You don't just wait and give in. It's about a look. When I Lord, it's about a look. I one of the things that is valuable to my heart is what I'm doing here in God's tabernacle. Is of value to me. You touch it, you touch me. 
You touch what I'm doing here. You are touching me. And I'm ready for a fight. Always ready. Whether you call me in the evening about it, I'm ready to give a fight. Now one day, someone that I met said to me, you see, you know some greetings, I guess. So he said to me, Lika, banabam dimubakai, kere, bahona. By the grace of God. Now when people normally ask me such questions, in my heart, I'm reading myself. <laughs> then he says, Pastor Mlutukai, I said he's doing very well. And now I'm changing my tone. Yeah. <laughs> then he says, Bale Patela, what Greg? And by that time, I was still working. I was working in the Department of Education. I said to him, From Monday to Friday, I am reporting somewhere. My employer is paying me well. Now on Wednesday, I go to a cell group because I'm a child of God. On Friday, I go to the prayer meeting because I'm born again. On Sunday, I go to church because I am born again. And I'm not even preaching. Now tell me, what would they pay me for? Pay me for me being a Christian. <laughs> then he said, When I wish you, then I gave him the look that say, Bad spirits, bad, I don't talk such. Now, every time I meet him, I say, ha, ha. how are you? Because I'm defending. I'm holding fast. I'm holding firm. What I value in my life. You don't just come and say whatever you want. You don't. I've been called by God and I know it. So if you just allow somebody to just tell you this, the other one say this, you accept. The other one you say this, you will end up not having anything in your hand. Such a question. Even now. Is that a question? Even now. Is that a question? you are having. No. You see, sometimes you see Christians that they are even softer than stay soft. Softer than
than soft porridge? Is that humility? No, 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 no. That's not humility. Nabangwateji. Nabampoledish. I guess I'll ministry. That attitude. It does not work. Bona, that friend of mine, Uri Lengasi Feba Nabaka Satanika Ratray. Because when you give up, it's like when now take a letter full of Satani, Katray, Gorebila Umu for Shejini. You know when you are presenting food in a tray, or a tray. Now he's becoming your friend. You can't do that. Not at all. You must fight. Look. Kikiri Sananai. Kikiri Sananai. Bona, bona. Kikiri Sananai. Satan. Maragawiwa. No, 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 no. You know, sometimes I feel like taking you somewhere to another zone that I can't mention for initiation. And in that zone, I don't tell you which zone. In that zone, the children, when they walk on the street, they talk this language. That's how they talk. Sometimes because we are too soft, I feel like taking you there, go and initiate you for a week and you come back. In that zone that I can't mention that you are all prophets and you know that which zone. One day I was in the house and listening to my first daughter who is very kind and I hear her say like this and I laughed. You know, I
Kanya di hempe mzalwan. Kanya di hempe. Stay ready all the time. And say to the devil, if you want to take what I have, what I already have, I am here. Fight for your valuables. Refuse to take defeat so quick. There are things in your eyes, in your physical eyes, you see that they are not working well. But you fight with your mouth. You will never say that. When you have a fighting spirit against the enemy, we are not of those who draw back. We are not of those who shrink back. God has given us power to take over nations. But you can't do that if you are always afraid. If you are always wanting to get a way to escape. Fight for your valuables. Fight for your Christian life. It's a valuable thing. It's something that is permanent in your life. When you see somebody is taking advantage of your Christian life, fight. And stand firm. Fight. And stand firm. The art of not giving up. Refusing to accept defeat. And holding fast to what you have. God bless you. Thank you for joining us during this episode. Join us next time, even as we continue to learn and grow with Apostle David Muluzi. Also, visit our website for more at cfcpolokwane.com. God richly bless you.